real special guest on uh, today. We have uh, trainer Jose Benavides Sr., who is the father and trainer of David Benavides and, of course, Jose Benavides Jr. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what happened with David not making weight and what's next for the family. There's some stuff in between. If y'all don't know, Sr. is not somebody to hold his tongue. So uh, get ready for some truth. And uh, we're going to have a little fun today. Hey, eh, Ralph? Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce to you guys a wonderful human being, a self-made, self-taught trainer of three championships, not just two, two kids, three championships. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome Jose Benavidez Sr. to the show. Well, hey, how you doing, guys? Thank you so much for the invitation. How you guys doing? Uh, it's a great day for us. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful over here now. Seattle's raining, so it's beautiful weather. Nice. And uh, we're enjoying, enjoying life. Nice. I see that uh, you're in the vehicle. Did you just come from the gym today? Yeah. Actually, no. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, well, actually, I was at the gym, but I'm doing errands here and there, so. I mean, I couldn't miss your show. So, now office. <laughs> glad to hear. So let's let's go ahead and and get right into it. Had a fight last weekend. Uh, the lead up to it didn't quite go the way that you had planned it. David did not make weight. When did you realize that wasn't going to happen? Was it before you got to the bubble, or right when you got there? Uh right when we started losing the weight. You know. Uh, Everything was great. Everything was really good. Everything was going according to the plan. But when I got to the bubble, actually, we left the week before. We left on a, a, a Monday. So Monday, we traveled the whole day. We uh, landed in Chicago. And uh, we we're about to take off. And uh, a tornado hit. They, I think they called it the straight tornado or something like that. And uh, we stayed there for like three, four hours. And finally, they said, okay, you guys can leave. So they end up refilling the, the plane with gas and uh, we had to stay again and, and wait. And so we got to Connecticut uh, super late. So we got there uh, the next day, we had to take a, a coronavirus test. So nobody could go out. We were in the room, nobody could leave. We we're on the second floor. So that until Thursday, finally the results came back and they said, okay, everybody's good. Nope. Uh, now tomorrow you guys are gonna use the gym. So that was on Thursday for one hour. So that's when I panic, and that's when I start seeing, you know, there's no way. How are we going to lose this weight uh, just here, you know? We try to move in the room, you know, and we try, but uh, the rooms were small. And the other thing, when I found out, you know, usually the fighters usually go in the bathtub and try to shred and lose the weight, no problem. So we try to put the water, and the water is regulated to, to not so high, you know, so it can't be really hot it, it's a certain temperature i don't know if it makes sense yeah they don't want um so, so it wasn't that hot. yeah so it wasn't that high it was warm but not hot so we're like hey no problem you know we'll put a sauna we'll, we'll turn the air conditioning and we'll put it all the way up and you know we start moving doing jumping jacks and sweating guess what that also was uh controlled not to go over 80 degrees so i don't know if somebody was playing game with games with us or or not even that, you know, you couldn't get that room to get warm. Uh, so that's when I started panicking and 
And then they they said, well, you know, you can use the gym for one hour. And for everybody that knows about uh, uh, getting uh, for the professionals, uh, one hour is nothing, you know. It's a warm up. It's a warm up. So that's what messed everything up. And we we couldn't go out and run. We couldn't leave the the place because they you, they give you a band, a uh, wristband. So I mean, there's no way you could go out. If you go out, you're banned. You you get kicked out. So. At the same time, we, we did as much as we could, but I mean, and we, we thought it was going to be easy, no problem, but we couldn't do it in those circumstances. Why was it just an hour? have no idea. If, you know, because the thing is, they, they had so many fighters. I believe that it was like about four fights uh, and a few times that to the <laughs> fighters. So that's eight, eight, uh, eight fighters, right, that they had to also lose weight. But the other ones are not mandatory. They're, they're not trying to make weight. They're, they'll, they'll just fight, you know, like two pounds, one pound, whatever. And um, so, I mean, it's eight hours. So I don't, I, that's why they, they open the gym at certainly hours and they got to close it because they got to clean and disinfect. And, and you got to remember every time somebody goes in there, they take like another 45 minutes to an hour to disinfect the whole gym and come back and do the same over and over. So uh, that's why, you know, it, it, uh, they couldn't give you more time, I believe. So, of so course, the major consequence. Is my mic hot? Are you guys hearing feedback? No, it's just mine. Okay. Um, the major consequence was that he lost the belt. How much was he also penalized financially? Um, um, I believe that he was like about somewhere uh, uh, 200,000. Significant. Significant. Yeah. Jose, uh, I've known you for a long time. Uh, I, I know that uh, normally you guys start training for fights uh, within the eight to twelve week span. You guys have always been known. I mean, we can go back uh, from the beginning. I mean, I, I, I was even getting text messages and emails because I'm so close to you guys, right? Uh, you know, Dave, the, the backlash was way more than what I expected because I guess people don't really understand the evolution of your son and the evolution of the family. I mean, again, for those that don't understand, David weighed almost 250 pounds at one point. And David, since he was been young, has always taken his training and always taken the sport very serious when it comes to that. You guys, as a family, I mean, it, it, it's your wife, it's it's the kids, even your, your daughter, who's not even 10 years old yet, is in there two hours a day uh, training. Uh, so... For him to be short on the weight or, or, or not make the weight, it had to be very disappointing for him because, I mean, I've seen your son work out three times a day. I've seen your son get in there for months at a time, go through rigorous training, not only just boxing training and weightlifting, but strength and conditioning, stuff that Olympic athletes do. Um, how much of that backlash uh, affected you guys as a family and how much did it affect David? Because, you know, not only for, for me personally, because I know you guys, I know he was disappointed. I could see it in his face. I could see it obviously when, when, when the people were out there uh, sending the tweets, sending the Instagram messages, the backlash was real. Um, and it was something that I was kind of shocked because number one, David's been a pro since he was 16 years old. It's been seven years already as a professional and people don't realize that he's already a veteran. Even though he's only 23 years old, he is a veteran in the game, and this is the first time he's missed weight. So, again, no no excuses, but there was a lot a lot of things that David has gone through in his young career 
um, that led up to this, that basically the backlash for me was, I, I, I thought, personally, I thought it was a lot. I, I thought that he got hit pretty hard and it could have been because of the other situation uh, mm -hmm. that he was in. But, you know, a, as a family, how did you guys take that? I mean, how, how did the weekend, the rest of the weekend go? Was it a somber mood on the way back? I mean, just kind of explain to us how, how you felt uh, after the weigh-in, after the fight, and and just the, the the backlash that was kind of put out there. You know, uh, and and you know when you start this business, you gotta um, you gotta learn and you gotta know that there are gonna be consequences and a lot of hard things. And only us, the trainers, uh, know what we go through every fight. You know, we expect a lot of things. You know, so to me, uh, the most important thing is his health. And the most important thing is for him, okay, he did lose the, the, the belt, but we're not losing the fight, you know? So I, we tried to to lose that weight, but like I said, without some uh, something sort of a, a heater or something, there's no way. We couldn't do that. We tried for 45 minutes, and he was not losing anything, you know, at the, like, like pretty much the last day, you know? We couldn't do it. Uh, and I decided to make that decision. Let's not try anymore because I don't want to get too weak and and you know, and organ failure you know? or something so, like that to happen. Exactly, I don't want to do that. So he was trying, and he he's an animal. He's a machine. He would not stop, you know. But it was my decision. It's my responsibility to say, hey, you know, no, we're not doing it. I don't think this is right. We're not going to do it, and that's it. We can't lose it. We tried for forty-five minutes. And you only lost like an ounce, ounce in 45 minutes. I imagine three, three, uh, three pounds. There's no way. So that's why we decided to uh, uh, stop that. And and at the end of the day, I am super happy that he's healthy. I am so I am super happy that he looked the way he looked. I think we made a good decision. And you know, I gotta thank uh, PVC Al Heyman and and Luis de Cubas and everybody because. You know, I heard that a lot of people were getting pay cuts and all that. And David did never, we never talked about no pay cuts and all that. And he did get a very good purse. And I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm happy that we lost money. No, but, you know, that helped a lot that, you know, that he, care of you you know and i'm really happy to be with premier boxing and all their support and all that and we're still getting all that support david's only 23 years old there's no doubt he's going to get another belt we'll fight another fight and uh after that he'll be the mandatory again for the w so we're having uh, see we're staying at 168 i Maybe I thought, I thought maybe, hey, David, I don't think you could do the 168. In my mind, I know he can do it. I, I know he can do it, but I want to hear it from him. So we 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 were talking, and when I told him, hey, listen, so what do you think? You want to go up to 175? He says, no, I want to stay at 168. You know, there's so much to do. So I don't have a problem. You, Wait. So you, he, you said he wants it's to just stay at 168. Wait, and hopefully everything that 
that we went. Jose, because I, I want to hear what you're saying. Can you call, can you um, hang up and come right back in? Your stream is, is getting um, a little choppy. Are you seeing that, Ralph, or is that just me? Yeah, no, no. Jose, uh, log back out. There you go. Log back out and log back in. Okay, so I, I kind of got what he was saying. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I, I'm glad that we had this conversation with him because it was his decision. Uh, we didn't know that at all. This is the first time we're actually probably hearing this mm -hmm. from anyone. And I knew he would be honest. Um, you, you, it's it's yeah. at the end of the day, it's his it's his child, right? Um, I spoke to another manager that had another uh, fight in the ESPN bubble a few months ago, or a month and a half ago. And the thing of it is, is that there is no time for them to work off. And I wanted to ask him. And when he gets back on, we'll ask him because I don't know. Are you there, Jose? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. okay, yeah, we can hear you now better. So just we're just reiterating real quick what you were saying, kind of more or less. Um, uh, you were saying it was your decision. Uh, normally the the water was regulated, uh, and you asked him about the weight, 168 to 175, and he says I don't have a weight problem. I'm good at 168. That's where we want to stay. There's so much to be done there at that weight division. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, that's what I told him. You know, I I wanted to I I, I just wanted to confirm. You know, he says yes. There's not a, not a, I knew there wasn't a problem. There isn't a problem. So we're staying at 168. You know, he got elevated to number one on, uh, on uh, 175. Uh, but we don't want to go to 175. We don't, not yet, you know. So we are going to come back at 168. No problem. Uh, there was no problem. Like I said, they, hopefully we went through all this and hopefully they can provide more stuff for the uh, fighters that are going to fight for titles and all that. And, uh, we went through this, and I hope it, it, what we did can help the other fighters also. And just really quick before CC gets on the future with you guys, what for those that don't understand that are our fans but don't really understand the back end of it, what do you guys usually show up as far as your weight uh, when you show up fight week? If you show up on a Monday or a Tuesday, like for a Saturday fight, and if you're supposed to be at 168, what is David usually coming into that week at? Is it five pounds over, seven pounds over? We, we, what, we what's like, the ideal yeah. weight? Yeah, we do like about six, seven pounds. Because uh, actually we're, the, the, the work is done. We're, we're just there to maintain a little bit and kind of lose those those five or, or four pounds that we need to do. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, because we know that it's an important fight. We can't be more than that. So that, that's the normal thing. But... But you gotta remember, like I said, you know, I'm I'm trying I'm I'm still trying to think what happened, you know. What happened is that all that time that we were there and we were eating and not working out, you know. You so were probably doing what you normally would do. However, these were very abnormal circumstances. Exactly. And I think it's very important what you just said is that maybe other fighters can learn from us because I think that's what it is. It's a real learning opportunity. You cannot do what you normally would because you don't know that the hotel is not going to have heating that you can jack up to your normal, you know, exactly. 98 degrees or the, the reason why the bath water is regulated because they don't want people to get burned and get sued. Exactly. So they keep the temperature yeah, I down. didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. So those things, and you're not used to it because usually you're fighting in the MGM Grand. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah, this is the first time. So to be honest with you, I'm not sad. I'm super happy. Like I said, at the end of the day, it's his health. You know, he looked spectacular. And, you know, at the same time, you know, uh, you know, mistakes like that happen, you know, and something worse could have happened. But it didn't. So, so like I said, you know, we're we're excited, we're happy, 
and things happen for a reason and we're taking all this bad and too good and we're going to come stronger and better and and uh, I mean it's, it's guy's the limit I think he's yeah he did I think he's maturing and all these things are making him mature he was not happy about losing all that money he was not happy about not making weight but he grew a lot more mentally physically and and I think he learned a lot more and he's angrier he's he's a monster you know, he wants to beat everybody up. Who wants that? Who want an angry David Benavides? <laughs> David, David. So as you guys know, also, you know, I mean, he never got an offer from a Canelo at 168. Now he loses the belt. Now Canelo's right there trying to fight for the for the WBC at 168. So uh, now, I mean, hopefully he fights and at 168. I think they're going to make it mandatory when the winner will fight David. And I think he's just going to vacate that title and leave. And that's not going to look good on him. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. So let's talk. Let's move forward a little bit. So he wins the fight. Did the fight go as planned? Was that exactly what you were expecting from him? It went better than what I thought. You know, like I said, you know, Angulo, you know, he's a really good fighter. Uh, very nice person. Very dedicated. Very hungry. With a big, big heart. You guys uh, seen that night, you know. We knew that we're, we were getting uh, inside of uh, with a fighter that can hit really hard with the right hand. He, uh, when he fought Sudo Ramirez, he got him hurt a couple of times. Anthony Sims, he beat him. And so that tells me that he is a really good fighter. So we never underestimate uh, 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 Angulo. We knew that we had to use that jab. We knew that we had to keep, keep him away and, and take his confidence away and, and break him down little by little until he quit. I knew that he wasn't going to come down. I, 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 I was thinking maybe, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll win the rounds, but that guy it has a good chin, you know? But thank God David did an, an awesome job breaking him down that he made him quit. So um, a lot of people say that the corner stopped the fight. No, if you pay really good attention to it, he said no more. He stopped yeah. the fight. That's right. For me, I, wow, I was like, whoa, you know? I thought the corner had stopped it when I came back and I saw the whole uh, fight. That's like, man, this guy, man, my respects, you know? So you win the fight. Well, how surprised were you that WBC signed off on allowing Canelo to fight for the vacant belt? I'm not surprised. You got to understand that this is a business, you know. Uh, David's not making the the purses that Canelo is doing, you know. At the same time, you know, they're gonna uh, the, the WBC will get paid four or five times more than what David's paying them, you know, the percentage for the belt. So at the end of the business, I'm not mad, you know. I, I understand, you know. Uh, they're going to try to do the best that they can. But to me, I'm happy because they, they'll, they'll bring us a step closer to Canelo, that they'll try to make him fight with David Benavides. Uh, and, I, I mean, I respect their decisions. I think they're good. They can fight whoever they want to fight. David's not fighting. So, for sure, I think we're going to fight the, the the winner of whoever fights. You know, we deserve the opportunity, you know. And and, and I think we are going to – there's no doubt – that we're not going to fight for that belt. We love that belt, and we've done good. And yeah, we lost it, but but we we did a, we uh, fought a good fight. And I think David's up there, so they're going to have to fight him sooner or later. I was getting some text messages and uh, during the fight, and they were asking me why is David fighting a bum, and I said <laughs> he's uh, not fighting a bum. It says David is fighting uh, out of this atmosphere right now. I mean, you 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 take somebody that. Uh, that buckles Zurdo Ramirez, who took him 12, who is sitting there. That guy's built like a brick house, man. I mean, there is not an ounce of fat on that kid. And yet, David, time and time again, 
speed-wise, uh, yeah. just broke him down. So, uh, again, I, I think that David is ready at 168. I think that, you know, if he wants to stay there, I think he'll be fine. Uh, not, not an issue. And hopefully he does get that fight with Canelo, uh, and we'll see what happens. But, again, we are still in our pandemic stage, so to speak, and we might be here for a while. Obviously, you guys had learned the lesson. It's a hard lesson to learn with David. But, again, you're saying that it'll make him a better and a stronger human being. I have no doubt in that because that kid has gone through the fire with you and you with him, and I'm sure you guys will be okay. But now you have another fighter in Rayo Valenzuela that's going to be fighting next week. You guys, have you already made adjustments to this because of what happened last week? Are you guys going to try to come in uh, a, a little bit under the weight so that you don't have to worry about these things anymore? What's the game plan going forward with with, with Rayo? No, no, like I said, you know, these are two different fighters. Uh, Rayo, you know, he's fighting at 135. It doesn't matter if he comes at 136, 134, 137. It doesn't make sense. It's not, it's not a title fight. So right. we are at the weight, but... So, so there's not a lot of pressure because uh, he's not fighting for a title. So he's good in weight. Everything's, I mean, a pound or two would not make a difference, you know. Um, and every fighter that we fought, they come up three, four pounds over the day of the win. So I don't, I don't make it into a big deal. You know, it's not a title fight, you know, at the same time, you know. So it's a different, uh, I, I mean, uh, we're not, we don't have to come at one, uh, 135. Does it make sense? So a pound or two is not. Yes, absolutely. Not, yeah, it's it's allowed. It's it's not. I think in, in Arizona is like a pound over or two. In in every state is they allow Correct. a pound back and forth. Yeah. yeah, back and forth. And and at the same time, we'll talk to the to the to the people because of the pandemic. So we work we work it out and not not a problem. So, but no, we're but we're not. not well, I'm not trying to say that we're not on weight. We are on weight, but like I said, it's not a big deal at this point right now. A lot of people have heard. Yeah, perhaps people aren't familiar with your story, Jose, and I, I want to at least introduce you to folks who may not be. You come from a background when you when you talk about your sons having to face hard times, it pales in comparison to the hard times that you've had to face. We, we, we Ralph and I know that uh, you grew up primarily without your parents. There are stories about you literally eating dirt and putting salt on leaves and finding whatever you can. Good. You should try it. Did it. You know what? Kale is going to be the closest I'm going to come to. Hey, I, I, need to eat, I need to eat some twigs. <laughs> I need I'm to eat a, some leaves, man. And I'm a country girl. I mean, I grew <laughs> up eating, you know, shit from the backyard. So, like, that's that's not really anything. Um, but I didn't grow up like you did. Um, but when you look at your sons and the adversity that they've faced, Jose, of course, with the shooting, and then David with, with his transgressions, do you ever look at them and wonder where you you could, as a father, provide better shelter for them or better shield from those mistakes? You know, I'm super happy where I'm at. I, I, I am happy what has ever happened, good or bad. You know, I try my best, and that's, I think, eventually what matters. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I should go this way or that way, or I just try to go straight, you know, mm -hmm. uh, with, with their, their, their lives and their careers. I try to support as much as I can. And uh, things are going to happen in life. I don't know why, but I, I feel that I'm happy. You know, I would do the same thing over again um, and, and try to, I, I will not change anything. I would, I, I'm just so happy, you know, with what I have done, you know, on, on trying to support their careers and, and try to get them to their goals. And 
And, and uh, I mean, where I'm at, they give me so much happiness. You know, I'm so proud. And, and, and I mean, I, I never, I didn't know nothing about boxing. I didn't know nothing about managing. I didn't know nothing about nothing, you know? So, you know, I hope that other people can see my story and, and, and get up and, and put some time in it. Nothing comes in one year, two years, three years. You got to stay dedicated to whatever you love. And eventually within time, you'll see a little bit, a little progress, but then it'll get better and better and better. But I'm I'm super happy, and I would do the same thing over and over. And I just I ask God for another day of life so I could see my grandkids and see what they're doing, you know, too. But so far, I'm so proud of what they they accomplished and done. David did say that you have changed since you've had grandchildren, and he was wondering where that sweetheart <laughs> soft side was when he was younger. He said, my dad is saying, them kids have my dad wrapped right around their little fingers. How are you feeling being granddaddy now? Uh, well, it's it's funny because, you know, when you become older, you become soft, I think. I, because before, you know, you know, the reason, you know, the reason that they did what they did is because, I uh, I separated with his mom. So in my mind, I, I thought, oh, my God, what's going to happen now? Uh, if I leave them, people are going to abuse them. They're going to, you know, rape my little girl. You know, they're going to touch her. They're, oh, what's going to happen? I was going crazy. I was panicking, you know. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to leave it to God. I'm going to do the best that I can, you know, to to be there for them and, and protect them and help them. So in my mind, I thought, hey, I got I to gotta get them stronger because I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And I don't want nobody to take uh, uh, advantage of them, you know. I'm going to get them stronger. No, let's run five miles. No, six miles. No, no, let's do seven miles. I'm going to make you stronger, 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 you know. And and that's what I, maybe that's what helped me, you know. I thought I was going to die. So I thought before I die, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the best that I can for them to be strong. And yeah, I was, it was not nice. It was. It Why was, did you think you were going to die? Idea. It's just because of I the lifestyle? No, I have no idea. You know, it's just me thinking, you know, what I went through when I grew up, you know, I was abused, I was molested, I was everything that you can think, you know, so I thought, thank God, you know, he gave me another day, another day so I can put make them stronger, make them stronger, and dedicate every little moment of my life to to show them how to live life, how to be strong, how to be tough, and how to be do that, and so in my mind, that's what it, I was thinking, that's probably what got me to where they're at now, because I, I I just wanted to make them stronger every day and be successful. And and it kind of worked, I think. So thank God I didn't die. Now I'm happy. Well, I'll know? tell you, you, you have the respect of a lot of people in the boxing industry. Uh, a lot of reporters, when we speak, you know, the people that are in the backside of the business, they have nothing but praise for the way you guys behave uh, around the fight camps during fight week. David, Jose, they're so respectful. You know, you guys do the interviews, you answer the questions, you take people in like me. And for those that don't know, Jose saw me up and coming, trying to make it in my career as announcing. He actually took me into his family. He helped me lose some weight. He helped me with the mental aspect to get stronger mentally, not worry about what people are thinking out there. And I got to thank you for that because you changed my career and you changed my life. So in a sense of that, I understand that no matter what happens to you or your children, as fighters or even outside of fighting, you guys are always going to find a way to make it better or make it right because that's what you've always done throughout your whole life. This boxing game is nothing compared to what you guys have been through as a family, as individuals. And I know that you guys will write the ship. I know David will probably return 
uh, as a champion uh, at 168. And I said it, and I'll say it again, not just because I, I know you, that David will go down uh, in my mind, without a doubt, as one of the best fighters to ever live. Uh, and I and I see it, him improving every single day. Um, and Jose, I just want to thank you, man, for coming on with us and, and being candid because I know that it, it's, a, it's a tough situation when everybody is wants to be next to you and then when stuff happens they run the other way and that's just not the way you they do business right <laughs> yeah yeah well they run to twitter exactly and that's the thing is that you know I, I know that you would be honest and i know you have been honest and and again it'll fix itself i mean david looked phenomenal and you guys just next time it, it, it'll fix itself and it'll, it'll it'll he'll do what he has to do and you'll do what you have to do i mean you're loved by so many people man i, I just want to real touch on this because the other day when i was in seattle I saw this little guy in the ring, CC, little guy in the ring. And I, and I said, who the hell is this guy here? And David, uh, David turned to me. He goes, you know who that is. Go around and look. And I looked and Jose said, hey, that's Nate Robinson. I said, that's Nate Robinson. Oh, you've got, you got people, you got the slam dunk champion in training yeah. for his fight inside his gym. So he's bringing CC, everybody in that community, just like he's done everywhere else they've gone. Jose, what have you talked to Nate about? I mean, he's fighting a guy that's got a little bit of skill. I mean, I'm not saying he's a, a he's a world champion, but I mean, he's got he's a smaller guy. I mean, what have you guys talked yeah, about? Yeah, you know what? I'm, unfortunately, you know, I was a little bit busy, you know, with the COVID nineteen and all that, and he wanted me to help him, but it was a little bit hard. So I I, I talked to my other friend, you know, and uh, so he can help him a little bit, so he can give him all that time he needs. Uh, but we're still working together, you know. We we there but i just don't i now i'm leaving to california so i i didn't really have that time but man you know ah it's a little bit tough because he never sparred before he never I so so i i mean it, it i mean he's a really good athlete but boxing is different you know you and don't play guy, boxing he already has a fight so ah man yeah, it, it's gonna be super boxing. tough and and hopefully he stays with the basics you know and and learns how to absorb those punches and but it, it, he has it tough. He has it, my respects to him, you know. But he, I mean, what can I say? He never sparred before. Now he's sparring a little bit, but uh, it's not the same, you know. You gotta at least put some sparring in there, you know. You're gonna get hit for real. Before we let you go, let's talk yeah. about what's next for both boys. We're gonna see Jose Jr. soon, and then what do you expect from David by the end of the year? Yeah, yeah. You already talked to a uh, uh, PBC Premier Boxing and uh, Al Heyman and. Luisa Cubas and everybody, uh, uh, we're heading for maybe January, February, uh, right now because of everything. Everybody wants to fight too. For and David it, or Jose? Uh, for for David, Jose, he's fighting, uh, pretty soon. Also, he just had a baby. Uh, she's five months old. So we're 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 back in the gym and 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 training and and uh, he gained a little bit of weight because of the uh my little uh granddaughter, but he's Got losing his dad the weight. Bod. And, <laughs> yeah, so so no, we're back. We're back, and uh, I'm super excited, super happy. Like I said, you know, just to, for God to allow me to be with them and do what we love to do, and and man, I, I mean, I'm so excited, and and I, I I've been talking to him. He matured a lot, and and um, I think he understands now that he has to fight for his family, not just for himself now. And closes out, Ralph. Well, before, yeah, before I let you go again, Jose, I appreciate you coming on and being honest. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. you coming and always spending time with us. Uh, again, I wish you nothing but the best. And, and uh, again, this was this was a little bit of a different interview for me because again, you're like 
you know, like family, and it, and it hit me personally. So uh, I, I, I'm, I'm just, uh, it's Thank hard you. for me to put in words uh, how, how I feel about, about that because, again, this is a little bit different situation. We're not supposed to get attached to fighters. But, again, <laughs> you know, your family has taken me in. Uh, you know, you're not supposed to. And, and yeah. again, it's hard because your your family is taking me in as one of their own. So this was kind of personal for me. But I'm glad that you actually came on and were honest and were candid about it. And um, I don't think you've told anybody uh, what you've told us. And, and again, we appreciate it. And, you know, we, we wish you guys nothing but the best. We wish you all, all the, the blessings in the world. And we, we appreciate you coming on. And we hope that your gym ends up becoming the success that I think it's going to be. And your fighters continue to shine. Plain and Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Good really luck with the it. new Thank grandbaby. Good Thank luck. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Yeah, congratulations. Tata, 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 Jose. Later. Bye-bye. Bye now. Say hi to Daisy for me. Bye.